Welcome to another edition of the 30 to 1 MLB Countdown Previews 2023 version. I'm your host, John Pielli of the Passball Show. If you've followed my countdown previews that I've done for the past 12 years, a little quick Cliff Notes version. Uh, I play around with the over-unders. I look at numbers. I say, hey, that's a little high, a little low. And then I project my own win to- totals for all 30 MLB teams. And then I rank them from 1 to 30, 30 being the worst. One being the best, and that's how I do them. And then I count down my previews, starting with the team I have projected for the worst record. The team I'm talking about today is the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals are the winningest National League team in baseball history in regards to World Series championships. They've won in 1926, 1931, 34, 42, 44, 46, 64, 67, 82. 2006 and 2011. Um, obviously, team goes back a long time, the old National League club, but has built itself into the premier run organization in all of Major League Baseball. And a lot of that goes to Branch Rickey in the 19 teens, really stabilizing the Cardinal way. And you've seen how well they've been able to bring in players, develop players. And they always have guys in the, in, in the right position to succeed. And this is a well-run organization, a team that, let's be serious, you look at them from top to bottom, it's, ha- it's hard to not believe in them. They know which players to bring in through trade and extend. You know, the guys like Goldschmidt and guys like Nolan Arenado. Obviously, they brought in several young players who they expect to be the core of their team this year. Um, major losses from last season, iconic players like Yadier Molina and, of course, Albert Pujols to retirement, Corey Dickerson going to the Washington Nationals, Jose Quintana, a deadline deal at the trading deadline in 2022, heads over to the Mets, and so does left-handed reliever T.J. McFarlane. Not a ton of gains if the if you're the Cardinals. Not a lot of big-time trades, not a lot of big-time free agent signings. The one splash they made was for their catcher position because they haven't had to worry about that in what? You know, 100 years, it seems like. Uh, um, Wilson Contreras comes over as a free agent from the Chicago Cubs. Five-year deal. Looks like he's going to fit perfectly into this team. What what makes me intrigued about the Cardinals outside of the way that they're run is their pitching. I mean, they could have afforded to have a couple pitchers not be up to par last year. And I think you look at them and... I tell you, if all things click in the best way, they may have one of the understated best rotations in Major League Baseball. Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, Jack Flaherty, who was a Cy Young candidate a couple years ago. If he gets back to full form, man, that's a that's a solid one through three. Flaherty could jump and be the ace. Steven Matz, who they signed as a free agent a couple off seasons ago, was hurt last year. Jordan Montgomery comes over in a trade with the Yankees for Harrison Bader. And you've heard me talk before, a good old-fashioned baseball trade. One team trades one player to help another team, and that other team trades one player to help the other team. That's a baseball trade. That's what I'm in favor for. Let's make them all fair instead of one team trying to uh, fleece the other one. I thought that was a very good trade. 
their bullpen is stuck with a bunch of guys that just throw hard. Um, you know, you're looking at Helsey, who's been their closer for the past couple of years. He was an all-star last year. Um, you look at Jordan Hicks, who had, you know, there's a ton of promise. He's battled some serious arm injuries, you know, year in and year out. Um, Giovanni Gallegos, who came over in a, tra- a trade with the New York Yankees a couple years ago for Luke Voigt, um, had what, 73 strikeouts of 59 innings. Andre Palante, and you look at uh, Genesis Cabrera, Chris Stratton came over with from the Pirates in the deal for Quintana last year. One of the more intriguing pieces of the Cardinals pitching staff is going to be Dakota Hudson. Dakota Hudson has been a well um, respected and anticipated prospect for the Cardinals for the past several years. Now, if their rotation works out the way it's expected, if Wainwright, Michaelis, Flaherty, Montgomery, and Mats are all set to go, it's going to be hard to find a spot for Dakota Hudson. Now, can he transition into a long reliever, spot starter, slash maybe short reliever type of role? You know if there's a team that could do it, it's the Cardinals. They could put him in the best position to succeed. Jordan Hicks has been back and forth between being a closer and a starter. I think there's still thought that the Cardinals may want to do that. But the bottom line is there are a ton of options, both between starters and relievers. If you're the St. Louis Cardinals, I think their pitching is going to be fine. And in a league as a whole that isn't with a ton of teams with bolstering pitching staffs, you know, the Cardinals may sneak by kind of underrated a little bit. Offensively, you know, the lineup is centered around Goldschmidt and Arenado. Tyler, Tyler O'Neill two years ago hit 34 home runs. Dylan Carlson's looking for a little bit of a bounce back season this year. Tommy Edmond is really becoming very slowly one of the leaders of this team. He's playing shortstop every day now. I think he's got a chance to steal 40 or 50 bases with the new stolen base rules. Um, Contreras behind the plate. Nolan Gorman maybe a chance to be the everyday second baseman this year. I think offensively, sky is the limit for him. And you look at Juan Yepes, who I think is somebody that isn't getting a whole lot of speak about. I think he was a guy that had Albert Pujols not been there last year, I think could have gotten a chance to get a lot more at-bats in the DH position, but also benefited from Pujols being there. You got a guy, a leader, a first ballot, future Hall of Famer that was able to probably mentor and encourage him. I think Juan Yepes, very quietly, as a DH option, is going to be perfect for this team. Brandon Donovan, Lars Newtbar, even a little bit of Oscar Mercado, who's here in camp as a non-roster invitee, are going to get a little chance to get some at-bats in the outfield. Um, when it comes down to their prospects, I mean, there are a few prospects in baseball that I think I'm anticipating more to see at the major league level than Jordan Walker. I mean, watching him a little bit in spring training, it looks like he's ready. Um, if I was a Cardinals, I'd certainly consider put bringing him north or you know over to Missouri for opening day. Um, whenever he comes up, I got a feeling he's sticking. He's got a very good chance to be a, a candidate for National League Rookie of the Year, assuming the Cardinals want to bring him up now. He's going to come up with at the expense of guys like Carlson and Donovan and Newt Barr and maybe even a little bit of O'Neill, but this guy can play. And I think it's only going to anticipate, I'm sorry, um, you know, expedite my expectations over the St. Louis Cardinals of the 2023 20, season. 
there, there's Mason Wynn, who stole 43 bases in the minor leagues last year. He may be another year away. He could certainly help them out. I could certainly see him on the postseason roster, maybe um, coming in as a late-inning pinch runner. Alec Burleson has hit 20 home runs in the minor leagues each of the last couple of years. Um, he's another guy to watch out for. But once again, a lot of options when it comes to outfielders to get at-bats for the Cardinals over the course of this season. Matthew Libitor, who was acquired a couple of years ago in a deal with the Rays for uh, Randy Rosarina, is a very good uh, depth piece in regards to maybe a couple starts. Maybe somebody gets hurt. Maybe if Dakota Hudson kind of gets himself in a very good groove when it comes to being a, a relief pitcher as opposed to the starter, you know, Libertor may, may have a, a chance to, to get some innings. I'm looking at the Cardinals, and it's hard to pick anybody else, number one, in the NL Central. Um, this is, to me, is a lock. I feel like the Cardinals, as long as everybody stays healthy, they 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 really have it. They, they're going to be able to score runs. They got some depth. The starting rotation is uh, even can afford an injury or two. And then I think their bullpen is just one hard-throwing guy after another. I got them winning 92 games, 92 and 70, first place in the NL Central. Just uh, one game off of where they were in 2022 when they won 93 games. This is the 31 MLB Countdown Previews. I'm John Pielli. If you're interested in any of my content, you could subscribe to my YouTube channel. You could check me out on Spotify, Apple Music, and Amazon Music. God bless you. And as always, I'll see you on the other side.